Say your name and what you do. Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. Business Hello, AF. Hello, everyone. It's just us two today, which is uh, good. Chris, why don't you do your um, intro, and I will go ahead and share this on LinkedIn Live. Um, yeah, so today we'll be speaking about Social Media Marketing World's Conference that we attended uh, two weeks ago um, <clears throat> before this huge outbreak of COVID-19 has uh, struck in San Diego in the convention center. Actually, I'm happy that we went... And we got to experience that before now. Yes. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, Hold on. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Um, We'll also talk about how, you know, where where I'm seeing, well, I'm going to mention some people that are like now really figuring out how their businesses can go digital without the, you know, without the face-to-face interaction and how, you know, maybe we can offer some help in that sense because we've been kind of working from home for a while. Yes, we have co-working spaces and now you and I are social distancing ourselves from each other, but I'm sure that in small, small groups, it's still going to happen. So we definitely want to talk about that. But before we get into social media marketing world, um, I want to ask you to subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching live or the replay, uh, go ahead and subscribe to us. We really would appreciate it. We've been growing it organically since August of last year. So we are definitely, um, you know, this is our fun, fun project where we get to talk about business, um, all things business. And, you know, sometimes we get to talk to other people who can provide value to other business owners. And we talk all things marketing. Uh, we talk uh, mindset, uh, regenerative bin- business, which we talked to um, two women last week. So we're definitely um, going to step it up. Uh, and if you are looking to subscribe, go to businessafpod.com. And that's the URL right there. So, Chris, um, I <laughs> I told you about uh, Social Media Marketing World maybe about a month ago. It was like only right before the conference. Like two weeks before, I think. Or right, before. yeah. So can you describe your experience and kind of, uh, you know, first hearing about it and why you wanted to attend? Yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> I think it was helpful for myself and my business because, uh, of course, we are an agency or Pixelift Digital, uh, the company that I own is an agency where we uh, provide services for other companies. And uh, one of the, one of the things that I really want to do is being able to outreach to as many people as possible so that they are um, aware of what we do. Um, oh no, it's spelled wrong. P-I-X-E-L-I-F-T. P-I-X-E-L-I-F-T. Okay. Yeah, our website's actually up and running now. Like this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yes, you can visit us there and you can also contact us. And we're close with Marissa, (laughs) too, so we combine services together. 
And uh, so anyways, but what we do is software development. Uh, and we are really trying to get into a niche market for casino gaming. So I wanted to know how can we reach these uh, shot callers in the casino gaming industry. I mean, I already have an idea on how to, but mm -hmm. there's other ways of doing it through social media and LinkedIn. Uh, mm -hmm. So when you told me about it, I, like I, I wasn't even aware about this conference. Uh, you know, I'm not into marketing at all, uh, mm -hmm. but do respect it. And mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so it was helpful because I got to meet a whole bunch of different people from different parts of the world and the country. And you were and, a volunteer, right? So you applied to yeah, volunteer instead yeah, of attend. Yeah. Yeah. And which was good because I got to pretty much see what it was like before actually paying for it. For yes. The past. And mm -hmm. I think next year I will go as a full attendee mm -hmm. um, because I made great connections and got to learn a few things mm -hmm. uh, that I wouldn't have known on my own. I mean, I probably could have, but it's good, it's good to hear from the professionals themselves and being around in that, in that environment of professionals. Right. Uh, and uh, it was helpful for me to know which, because, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we're on LinkedIn. And what it really did, uh, or how the, um, the conference really helped me was by really knowing where I should put in all my attention to, which platform, mm -hmm. which is LinkedIn. Um, right. Before I thought it was like, and you were telling me that too. So, <laughs> but I guess just seeing more and more people that have the same type of business as I do, just really getting great outcomes uh, through LinkedIn was yes. eye-opening for myself. And um, what is it, like, what did you have to do to volunteer? Like what, I mean, why would someone volunteer versus uh, attend? Or was it just kind of that's what happened because of you got in so late? I mean, well, I'm a volunteer, so I could speak to it if you want yeah. me to. Well, um, for me, it was more so I don't want to fork up the $1,600 for the, you know, because it was already so late, mm -hmm. a week and a half before the event. And I didn't, I did not want to fork it for a conference that I don't know anything about. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I'm not a mark, I'm not into marketing. I'm not sure if I'd benefit anything from it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that could have been a great loss of money from, for my business. Right. And, and, you know, volunteering was free and I also got to attend uh, mm -hmm. some of the events and some of the talks and for free. Mm -hmm. So it cost me nothing. Right. It's free. And Just your time. I, and I got a great ROI out of it. Yeah. My yeah. time was okay. You know. Right. Um, so for me, this was my fourth year um, there. Uh, the first three years I was a volunteer and this year I was a volunteer pre-event. So I can speak a lot to the value of building those relationships uh, as a volunteer, being a local, um, you know, providing resources in terms of where to eat even. I mean, I know this is a conference about marketing, but it really is about connecting with those people that you know online, uh, whether it's in a Facebook group or you've seen them being very connected to the online world. Um, you see these people all the time, but you don't really get to meet with them and talk to them about, you know, every day-to-day -day things. So the first year I went was kind of like you, like I got in like two weeks before. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. And each year since then I've built on these relationships that I've formed, you know, 
at like the meetups at the networking event that they have um you know the parties even um the random the random dinners that people have like um they have a conference app as well so um in addition to being a volunteer you also get access to all the sessions so even if you're not able to attend that session that you really want to learn about maybe really relationship marketing or LinkedIn ads. Um, as a volunteer, you can definitely check those out after the fact. So I think that's one of the really huge valuable parts of being a volunteer because you get a perk. Yeah, you have to work your shifts, but if it's not uh, if it's not too much of a time issue with you and you don't have a lot of other things that are on your plate and you can be there for the length of the conference, which is three and a half days, essentially, um, it's really two and a half, but there's training involved and stuff. It's definitely important. And this year was my first year as an attendee. And so it you was like it versus being a volunteer. Yeah. I mean, I had already, it's been my fourth year. So like I, I, you know, I knew a lot of people just from being in the community and connecting with them previous years. Um, but there were times during the conference where I was thinking, hmm, what do I do now? You know, because it was it wasn't a matter of having to go and do my shift. It was like, OK, like, do I go and like hang out with people in the networking plaza and really kind of like talk business, talk shop? Or do I take a break and like relax and just let my brain, you know, not move for a while? Because at the time um, we didn't have a huge, you know, burden on us with COVID. I mean, it was kind of like coming up. It was definitely a topic, but it wasn't, it wasn't as serious as it is now. Um, and I gave myself the grace to not always be on and go to the networking pros and go to these sessions. And, you know, I think working from home, you, you can understand that there are breaks in that. Um, so that was really kind of nice to be able to like leave the conference center and maybe go grab lunch or, mm-hmm. you know, and then come back and be ready and refreshed to take in all the valuable information um, that was being provided by the speakers. So, um, yeah, I don't know what next year will be, uh, will entail. Uh, I don't think I'll be a volunteer again, but I speak highly of being a volunteer because of the relationships that you built, you know, in a, in a, in this networking, in this community and how that, you know, as long as you take additional steps to connect with people outside of the conference and after, like I'm still having calls from people that I didn't get to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, I think it can be very valuable um, and hopefully turn into more business. So yeah, definitely. I ended up letting a potential client, hopefully out of it. I'm meeting with them. That's awesome. uh, Tomorrow. So you're welcome. Pretty big global company actually. So (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Um, um cool so we'll see they might need help with marketing too yeah i yeah. mean uh you know i'm not i'm not concerned about that i know that as i as i give as much as i can um it will always come back to me and i have to stay true to that and that's what i believe in so um it's definitely stay I didn't true go- versus stay true <laughs> One of my goals for, or two goals I had to build on relationships that I've already Mm. built up through, you know, through the online communities and stuff and really meet and connect with people one-on-one, but also to seize opportunities. So in that moment, in, 
in any specific moment if I felt that it was beneficial for me to go to a lunch and like sit down with like 10 people one-on-one -on -one versus go to a session where I was going to learn something valuable I chose the smaller option just because that opportunity won't come again yeah, really yeah. like unless yeah. and next year or maybe the next big conference and now that all of the, these conferences are getting canceled like who knows when the next one will be and like when's that next opportunity for yeah. you to just connect with people so well i have a question so being sure. involved in marketing do you mm -hmm. learn anything new um conference so i did that actually nice segue because i wanted to talk about the sessions that i went to and um i went to and i'm a huge twitter user and so i think that you know some of Very the fun. things that i went to a twitter session from dan knowlton and I think there was things that I knew about, but it was more so like getting full attention during that session and learning <clears throat> about how you can use Twitter advanced search to do a lot of research. Um, and he gave like this, it was like this whole slide and I wish I could share it. Maybe I'll share it later on, but um, it was this whole slide of different like, um, I wouldn't say algorithm, but like a different formula of how you can search for um, people looking for business or people looking for solutions. Like if someone's looking to go like a live stream, but they don't know how. Usually if they're active on Twitter, they know a little bit of technology, but they don't know the best tool. So there's a lot of questions that are put out on Twitter that a, a lot of companies are not looking at because or they're not even monitoring it. They're not setting up alerts for when someone says like, hey, I need a new website or like, I need to redesign my website because I don't know why my people aren't buying or whatever. And that is something, in my opinion, for you to look for, go on, you know, go on Twitter and look and see if people are even talking about that. And who knows what that turns into because it shows that you're paying attention to the market not necessarily in a desperate way, but like you can help those who are actually seeking the, the help. Um, and that is something I knew about Twitter advanced search, but I never seen it like really put to use. Um, and he gave us all this, like all these like for little business. tools. You Twitter for business. Um, yeah, Liz, Liz, hi Liz. Um, yeah, I think she was in that room, but yeah, no Twitter for your personal brand how you can utilize what people are talking because there's tons of users on Twitter and how you can utilize the Twitter advanced search to find those people that are talking about it. Like right now where people are talking about resources or things to do while you're stuck at home. Like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm really like frustrated. I don't know what to do. Like there's a lot of people tweeting about that. Now, what about if you teach piano virtually? Why wouldn't you respond to them if you teach yeah. like other things in a virtual sense? Like, you know, how can you connect with them? Because they are reaching out. They are putting those tw tweets out. So why not spend a little time and look? And you don't even have to market your services. They're already asking for it. You know, you're you're like looking, learning the pain points. Like how are people like, you know how to describe your business but how do people describe your business? Correct. You know, so really looking at, so it's a lot of listening and like, uh, it's like the, a big pool of customers. So um, 
Liz said, yeah, I really like the Twitter talk. Those alerts are so good. I even got to chat with someone pretty high up who works for Twitter who was sitting next to me. So Liz is like, you know, has her own strategy in terms of what she's looking for from that conference. So it's really important to really t find out what you would get from it and really seize those opportunities. So that's good feedback, Liz. Yeah. Um, Liz, I'm not, is that in the comments? Hi, Fiona. Yeah, oh, on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that. It's cool. We're getting people asking questions. See? Yeah. See, this is, I'm telling you, do more. There's more yeah. people like I right now that it's good because we could speak. I'm glad that people are coming on asking questions because then yeah. this is what we want. I want this type of interaction with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Fiona said the best deals can be made over lunches. So true, definitely yeah. true. And, and happy and, hour. <laughs> hey, you never know. I buy I buy domains when I'm over drinks sometimes. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, what session? <laughs> what session um, did you attend, and what did you get out of it? Oh, um, I can't recall like what what the titles were for each session, but. Um, the only ones that I did attend uh, were any, I attended three or four and they were only about LinkedIn and LinkedIn live video, um, mm -hmm. which I need to do one this week. Um, I'm going to do one this week. So, and uh, you didn't learn um, that from me. I learned that from <laughs> you, but I, last week you talked me into just doing it. So I was like, okay, yeah, so it's, it's it. reaffirming basically. So, sometimes yeah. you gotta hear it more than once. I got it. And then I'm like, okay, so anyways, it just, like I said earlier, it just taught me the power of how valuable LinkedIn can be to a type of business, like a B2B type of business that I have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's very. What did they, valuable. did you watch, it was Goldie, was it Goldie that you were I, watching? I don't even remember their names. Oh, that's not good. I mean, I'm, I'm that guy <laughs> that doesn't remember names, so whatever. I mean. Um. Okay. Here, I have that guy's book right here. Oh, John one, Nemo. John Nemo. This is one of them. Yeah. yeah. John Nemo. Yeah, yeah. I didn't John attend Nemo. his talk, but he had, I read a little bit of that book and he, you know, super valuable tips. And I think that it's, you know, especially for business to business owners, um, you know, you're marketing to other businesses and sure you can post on Facebook what you do. You kind of showcase that you're working from home, but like who's going to buy from you and who's going to really form that, you know, start trusting you. Correct. And it's the people that are in that business mindset and maybe even respect your time a little bit more. Yeah. There's a lot of poachers. There's a lot of people everywhere, but I think you have to, you have to also set your boundaries uh, when it comes to that as well. So. Mm -hmm. um, and it just showed me how, because I just use LinkedIn as a resume builder kind of type of thing. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not for business. And so I, I think it's important for me to make that pivot on my LinkedIn profile. Um, and I will. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll be talking to you about that here soon. And, um, Anyway, so, I mean, but it's valuable. I mean, I'm sure mm -hmm. all the other sessions people learn from as well. But I'm just asking if you learn anything because sometimes I'll go, sorry, I'll go to like a, a design conference or meetups or 
mm-hmm. development conference. And maybe that world might move slower than it does for marketing, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, um, so sometimes we don't always att- we just go there to see old faces and pretty much work away from the office. But yeah, I mean, I think um, it's it just it's all in like how you approach it. Like if you're expect you're going there and expecting to get all these new business connections, and you know you're. 10 xing your business like that's not always going to happen you know so i think it's you know you have to set those goals and those boundaries from the get-go so yeah fiona said vivica yeah vivica was another linkedin it was michaela vivica goldie and john nemo i know because i i uh watched most of those oh i did see one where this guy was talking about a and b testing marketing and using mm-hmm. the hotspots to pretty much like how to use your website to bring you in business. So I was okay. Well, let me see if I can learn anything from this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up calling him out on it, like because it, I, I didn't understand. Did I tell you about this? You you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. you were like. So because what he does is he uses some of the same tools I use when I do test studies on clients' websites. Mm-hmm. So he's doing the same thing he's using this tool called Hotjar, and what it, Hotjar does is. It provides you hotspot analytics information so you can see where people are clicking and where people where you're losing mm-hmm. people on the page, how far they're scrolling, right? Uh, how many people scroll as well, like how far. And um, what he was saying was like, okay, well, I'll just usually see where they're missing, provide some new design concepts, and then just uh, see which one the client likes most and push it out. And I'm like, well, your whole thing was. To, saying about how generating ROI well uh, so I said pretty much like don't you test it before you even uh, launch it because he also had another study where he launched something and had you know the client lost money but he's like well them losing money on that was still like a lower cost because they didn't lose that much on it but it showed Mm -hmm. that it wasn't working I'm like well you could find that out found that out ahead of time if Mm -hmm. you've done the research beforehand so like testing it on or particular user group, having them go to the site and playing mm-hmm. with it and seeing where you're losing people or not being or not or not being as engaging with your customer, and then once you figure that out, you redesign it and then develop it and then launch it. Once you figure those, t- you know, those things that are hurting or helping uh, your website. Yes. So I think but, I mean a I testing like, well, is definitely. I, I was like, did anyone not catch that? like what he just did because he showed a company losing money and then saying how it was so helpful for them to lose money by showing that and then fixing Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, well, you could have done that without actually having the company lose money. Yeah. I think, I mean, it it just depends on what, you know, what the, the long game is for them. And if that worked for them, who knows? Um, Speaking of businesses losing money, Hey, oh, you went silent for a sec. Can no, you hear no, me? I'm here. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, speaking of businesses losing money, um, COVID nineteen. Uh, Travel definitely- industry, hospitality. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm not sure how this is going to affect 
uh, people that are, have already been digital. I think that I mentioned that in the beginning, it's really forcing people to figure out how they can put their business, you know, at the forefront, go online, um, get more, um, get more exposure, go live, uh, stream, whatever they can. You know, uh, a lot of people are, are, you know, very stuck in their old ways. Uh, at least people, yeah. most of the people that I work with um, are very, they're not, um, they need, they need guidance, I guess, in what's the best, the best solution or strategy for them. And that's really what I have seen over the last couple of days. Um, people not sure how to navigate the digital world. And so I think it does help people like us because we are, um, we're there with the resources. We've been there. We've been working from home. We know kind of like you have to maintain your mor morning routine. You have to understand, you know, what, what are your boundaries and, you know, how can you really reach more people than, than in a large business networking setting or office space. Um, but we really don't know what that is going to look like in a month or so when businesses are really like dipping into their, their, their extra funds and really figuring out like, what's the next step. Um, I do like that more people are looking to embrace digital um, and, you know, do shows like this, get on live. Um, I just had a business networking meeting go on YouTube live this morning and, you know, we didn't have enough time to promote it. We don't have, you know, we don't have those things ironed out, but I think a lot of these people were very hesitant in order to navigate that world of online digital networking because um, they've never done it. They've done it in person. Here's my business card. This is what I do. They can talk to, you know, what their business's value is, but they don't, they weren't as comfortable getting on camera, mm -hmm. but it was, <clears throat> I think, a pretty good meeting considering we just set it up yesterday and, mm -hmm. um, it was it was cool. I mean, I think that you know now it's what day four really of us trying to be in in self isolation or self quarantine isolation. I don't know. I think well, like when all the sports shut down on Thursday, um, Friday was kind of Thursday and Friday. I stayed home, and then Saturday and Sunday I tried to go out because I was. It was in weekend mode and I wasn't really like in a, in a sense where I'm going to go out and like party and like be around a ton of people, but I, I needed some type of fresh air because, you know, there's a good balance between um, staying at home all the time and getting out and seeing people outside of your dog and cat, you know? So um, I think I, I saw a meme. It was pretty funny. It was like, Oh man, here, let me, See if I can find it. It's it's so funny because there's some people that just quarantine themselves, anyways. Like all the introverts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that you know that brings up a point. Like I was talking to um, a friend of mine right before this, and you know we're very comfortable. Uh, when you find out normal day is called quarantine, yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, um, I think one of the things that you know and i i'm not necessarily like the savior for everyone but you know checking on the people that you know may be susceptible to to not adapting well to like being at home um you know your friends that you you know that have you know really thrived in working in offices or always the extroverts i guess uh the ones you know that are always out and about 
Um, Cause I consider myself an extroverted introvert. Like I can be cool with like just being by myself by the, by the lake. Um, and, and maybe I share my story like socially, but it's uh-huh. most of the time I don't need to do that. I don't need to go live or anything like that, but there's people that are not comfortable with it and they're not even posting about their situation or like they're too ashamed to say, you know, I'm not doing well with this because of the stigma around mental health and stuff like that. So I think, you know, if, if you can check up on, and what I've been trying to do is check up on two or three people a day just to, you know, check in and see how they're doing. And, you know, some of my friends are having to really uh, figure out what they're going to do because they're in the bar and nightlife industry and they rely on tips. And so this is like something that's like, okay, like what's going to happen? Like, we don't even know. There's not even protections for us in place. My, their bot, they're saying my boss can't even pay me, you know, because we're not getting uh, any income. So that should show us too, as a country, Mm -hmm. You know, like how, you know, uh, you know, you take, uh, I like, I like to think about this, like a fight, like for example, mm-hmm. my last fight I lost. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, and one of the reasons why I lost is because like, I didn't do a cardio enough. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I lost energy and I also didn't, uh, die as part as well as I should have in order mm-hmm. to lose my weight. So it's like, okay, now we're, the country's in a losing situation. Right. Or the mm-hmm. world, in fact. So it's like, okay, we take this loss and learn from it. What can we do better so that we can win later? And I think that's something that we all need to do as individuals to better ourselves and the country as well. Yeah, I mean, right. Um, <clears throat> so take this loss as a as a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't be one of these people that's going out and freaking hoarding toilet. First of all, toilet paper is going to help you. Right. <laughs> so, and like, there's enough supplies in the world for us. So just chill that out. Yeah. And seriously, like, like we're all here. We should be a community. A community. Don't yes. Be yeah, for sure. I think. Um, uh, there are some, and I, I, I think that's really powerful. I think that we have to understand that, like, you know, we're not alone. And those are very woo-woo thinking and, you know, really center ourselves and be present in the moment because we don't really know what's going to happen. And I think no, that, that the, be here the, for each other. Yeah. And I think also, um, you know, I'm looking online for like the helpers, like who's helping, especially people like us. Like, I don't know if you know, but like wave, you know, wave the people that take payments. I don't know if you've heard of wave. No, but uh, I've seen like cash app people like, no, no, no. Wave, Wave is like an invoicing system, and they, oh. um, they're kind of like QuickBooks and stuff okay. like that. Um, and oh, they're yeah, waving, yeah, yeah, okay. They're waving uh, fees on instant payouts. So, like, if you get paid from a from a client, an invoice is paid. Um, it usually takes two to three business days, but like now you can do an instant payout and normally there's like a fee for that because, you know, to get it directly into your bank, you know, it's, there's always a fee, but they, they announced today that they're waiving fees on that. So if you do get paid, like if you're doing a one-off job or, you know, your client finally pays that invoice that they owe you online, you can take that money right away into your bank, which is helpful um, for people who are getting paid digitally. Um, 
and like Zoom is free for people. There's like a lot of digital tools um, that are going to be opening up their services and really helping. And I, I hope that that does return some um, more new customers for them once this thing blows over. I hate to say blows over, but once things get back to normal or whatever normal is, <laughs> um, it'll have a return on investment for them because they're they're taking a loss as well you know and one thing i want also like if, if anyone sees us that runs a business or or has a high possession <clears throat> to make a call in someone else's business um learn how to work outside of the office seriously um mm -hmm. right now what we're seeing is not even because of like not even I'm not even talking about this because of the world, you know, like right now we're seeing impact like people in China can actually see like less pollution. Like you can like space yeah. can see China, like less pollution. Like same thing with Italy. Um mm -hmm. we'll probably be, be seeing the same thing like in LA. Like LA's mm -hmm. congested all the time. Yeah. Like all these things. So it's, it's like learn like especially nowadays, like if your job doesn't require you to be in office, like if you're an engineer, if you're in marketing, if you're a designer, mm -hmm. if uh, anything that's office based, right? For the most part, like you don't need to be there, right? You don't need to have all this foot traffic going around, um, and learn what. And it's it's, it's going to be a trial and error process for the business, but there's so many tools that are available out there, and a lot of mm -hmm. the tools have their pros and cons, but they all are there to help you, yeah, and maximize your business efforts. So learn that as a business, you know? <clears throat> yeah. People I think don't this, need to be there in person. Yeah. And I think that, you know, us being remote workers and, you know, in our, in our previous job, I mean, before I ventured out on my own, I was a remote worker. I was working from the same office and I had a routine. I woke up, I went to the gym, I took a shower, I made breakfast and it, all before 7 a.m. because I had to sign in by 7 and it was really good for like my productivity because I was dressed and I felt like, okay, I'm going to work. And you put yourself in that mindset. And I think a lot of people are like, yes, I get to work from my pajamas. And I'm like, that's going to run out soon. Like, <laughs> sure, you can put, please. yeah, you can, you can put like, you know, comfy pants on maybe, but like just getting, you know, putting makeup on and, you know, Chris, I don't know if you put makeup on, but maybe you do. <laughs> Only on Tuesdays for our podcast. Nice. Yes. Um, but that could totally be, I mean, and that's my advice to people who are now forced to work from home and figure out their situation. And uh, we, are, you and I both know and understand digital tools and, and can work and be productive anywhere with a strong Wi-Fi connection. So, yeah. you know, if anyone has any questions or they they maybe want to do something like this and jump on our show. We're definitely open to that. Yeah. Um, we have more available spots. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think we're booking right now for next week and after that, yeah. and you can do it from your, your computer and your home office. So yeah. it's even better. That, like you can actually <laughs> work from home. Wow. 2020. So before we wrap up, I don't, I, I don't want to keep people too long because I'm sure they have a ton of stuff to do, um, and I don't want this to run too long. But um, I'm sure they don't. We do our kidding. random question, and our random question usually always has this like undertone of like being on a private island or like being, you know, like 
in isolation, but I don't have one today because of the times and I'm like, oh, what can I, what do, do you have one? A random question? I have one, but for you, it might be too raw. Oh like, no. <laughs> Here we go. If you're the COVID-19 oh. virus, who would you attach yourself to? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's, I mean, I not to like hurt them, but you know. Oh uh, yeah, just to like be near them and stuff. Guess, um, yeah. Not in a bad way. I don't mean the same. It would be, way. yeah. I would. Uh, I would definitely go and like hang out with my. No, you know what's a better question? I, I'm gonna answer yours, but. Okay. Um, uh, my uh, my favorite footballer. His name is Hector Bellerin, and uh, he plays for the Arsenal. So, yeah, that would be someone that I would. But my Hector Bellerin. Hector, all right, Hector, if you ever see this podcast, know that I'm so much for be your right? COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my question to you is if who who would you self-quarantine with? <laughs> if you had to be in isolation from now to the end of the month and like who would it be? Uh, I think it would be with, uh, could be anyone, dead or alive. Anyone, anyone. It'd be my grandma. Aw. Or my mom's side, yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. That's like, I'm sure you get a lot of good, like, historical stories and uh, a lot of information from her, I bet. Yeah, she was. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, that's. That'll end uh, our show today. Um, if you are watching on replay or live uh, on YouTube, make sure you visit us at businessafpod.com and subscribe definitely on YouTube. We would really appreciate it. Yeah. We'd like to keep pushing this, bring more uh, leaders into this podcast so that we can all learn from them. Yes, definitely. And one last thing, if you do want a show like this, go to liveonsocialnow.com and uh, sign up for StreamYard because StreamYard does allow us to stream to LinkedIn and YouTube at the same time. And you can and many do more platforms. Yes. Yeah. Any, any social platform. So yeah, if you have any questions, definitely send us a message and uh, we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. You can listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.